This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, May 14th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Your property or your rights. For one California family, it may be a very real choice. Either give up the right to vote on local improvements or be denied a permit to make additions to your own home. That, according to Tim Sandifer, a senior staff attorney at the Pacific Legal Foundation, the Cato Institute adjunct scholar and author of the Cato book, Cornerstone of Liberty, Property Rights in 21st Century America. The case of Griswold v. Carlsbad was heard by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals May 7th. Uh, who are Craig and Robin Griswold? Well, they're property owners who own a home in a town near San Diego, California, called Carlsbad, California. And they wanted a few years ago to, to add a couple new rooms to their house because they have, their house is very small and they have grandkids now and, and they wanted them to be able to stay over. So they applied for a building permit to add some new rooms to their home. And when they did, the city of Carlsbad came to them and said, basically, you have to give up your right to vote in exchange for a building permit. California law allows property owners the right to vote on the assessment of their property for local improvements like street lighting and sidewalks and things like that. And the California Constitution says that before a, a, a city can require you to pay these assessments, it has to put it up for a vote. But what the city here decided to do was to just get around that by saying to the Griswolds that they had to either pay this amount up front or sign a waiver that basically gives up their right to vote no on these kinds of assessments. And what's sad about this is this is typical of the kind of, uh, of forced extractions of rights that cities are doing to, to individual property owners throughout the country in exchange for building permits. They're leveraging their power to grant permits in order to, to extort money or other rights from private property owners. All right. Where, where has this happened before? Well, there's another case going on right now in Santa Rosa, California, where the city decided to force property owners to agree to have their property added to a tax district or a, a, an improvement district. Uh, and, and so what it does is whenever you apply for a permit, you have to give up your right to vote on that issue, which is also guaranteed by state law. And there have been reports of similar cases in Missoula, Montana, and, uh, and possibly other places where people are being forced to give up constitutionally protected rights to vote in exchange for building permits. And this is really just the latest round in a process that's been going on for many years of, of leveraging the permit power as an opportunity to, to force property owners to give up their rights. There's the most famous incident of this is a case called Nolan versus California Coastal Commission back in 1987 where the government uh, was, went up to the United States Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said the government shouldn't use its, its permitting power as a way of, of taking these rights from people. Because basically what it's doing when government does this is it's basically confiscating your land entirely and selling it back to you, right? It's saying, well, we have the authority to tell you what you may and may not do to the property. And if you want to improve your property in some way, you have to give us something for permission to do that even though it's supposed to be your property. And it used to be just money or uh, easements across your land or actual give up the title to your land. It was, it was usually that sort of thing. But now we've seen uh, cities going another step and forcing people to give up their voting rights. It sounds like the root issue here is permitting. Yes. The, what's, the problem is that permitting was originally devised as a way of ensuring that people didn't construct something dangerous or something that might be a nuisance. 
but it's very it's slid in, slid into the situation where it is very liable to being abused by local governments as an opportunity to to force you to give up your rights. And uh, what happened in the Nolan case back in 1987, for example, is the Nolan family wanted to build a second story on their house that was on the beach. And the California Coastal Commission came to them and said, well, that'll block the view of people who are driving on the on Pacific Coast Highway. So what we want is for you to give us an easement so that the general public can walk across your yard to get to the beach. And that went up to the U.S. Supreme Court on whether or not that was a taking of property under the Fifth Amendment. And the Supreme Court said, yes, it was, because the, the easement for the public to walk to the beach has nothing to do with the view from the highway. So what, this, what the government was really doing was using the, the view as an excuse for forcing the property owners to give the government something that they wanted, and that was an easement across the property. So to the extent that the government thinks that it can actually succeed uh, in law and uh, in fact they have a direct incentive to create these types of permits they or to or to abuse the existing permits by imposing vague conditions and and very broad commands on property owners because under the under the Nolan case governments can require you to give up certain things in exchange for permits under certain circumstances and so the problem is that local governments then see that as as the open door and start putting bigger and bigger demands on property owners. And we've seen cases where property owners trying to get permits just to add, you know, a second story to their home or to build new uh, rooms on their home are being forced to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to local governments for things that really, you know, things that should be paid out of tax dollars, you know, to provide for public programs that should be paid for by the general public, not by a particular individual property owner who's only asking for permission to use his property, asking for a permit to construct something onto his house. And the, the reason for this is that local governments don't want to have to raise taxes. And they know that if they can provide public goods by taking this property from individual property owners who don't have much political influence, then the politicians can provide people with whatever, public parks, nice views, uh, nice new sidewalks and lighting and stuff, and yet they haven't raised taxes. At least that's what the voter thinks. Of course, the individual property owner who was forced to pay $100,000 for a building permit isn't well off, but he's only one vote. So basically what it is is it's a way of transferring wealth from one group to another, and and yet what this power, this permitting power, is really supposed to be for is to protect the general public. That's what it's for. And it's being exploited as an opportunity to basically confiscate land or money, or in this case, voting rights, from private property owners. Tim Sandifer is a senior staff attorney at the Pacific Legal Foundation, a Cato Institute adjunct scholar and author of the Cato book, Cornerstone of Liberty, Property Rights in 21st Century America. You can order the book at cato.org.